0: he gets it to go. Charles Die. What a bucket. And look at the UBC bench erupting. And that wasn't a soft bucket either. He took it in and he finished with one hand in traffic. Congratulations, Charles.
1: Hello everyone. This is uh, Jacob Eric company alongside Eric here today. And we are bringing you guys a Thunderbird Eye. Uh, you're listening to CITR 101.9 FM. Um, and we are on the Point Grey Krampus of UBC on the traditional <laughs> unceded Musqueam territory. Um, and we'll be keeping you guys up to date on the latest UBC sports news, standings, and scorelines.
2: Yeah, so this has been a huge week for UBC Sports. We've got a lot of seasons that have just started, a lot of seasons that are just about to end with the playoffs coming around. And today we learned about the all-star teams for this year in Canada West Conference and also the players of the year, which we'll talk to you about throughout the show.
1: Yeah, so starting off, uh K-Men's okay, basketball, really big weekend for them. They began 7-0 and in the on-exhibition competition this season and came out this weekend and went 2-0. and They were playing against the Fraser Valley Cascades And Friday night, they won big, 111 to 78. And on Saturday night, they won again big, uh, 105 to 64.
2: Yeah, so a lot of really great offensive performances. Um, It's not every day that you see a university level team get up above 100 points, and we got it twice this weekend. Um, Big point performances from Phil Jalalpour and Taylor Brown in the first game and Grant Shepard in the second game. Uh, Grant Shepard also led the team in rebounds on that second game on Saturday. Um, and came second in rebounds on Friday. So he's been a huge player both offensively and defensively for this team.
1: Yeah, and we also saw a really big point differential, especially in the second quarters of these games. Uh, Thunderbirds putting up 34 points in the second quarter during the first game on Friday night, and in the second game on Saturday night, only allowing the Cascades to put up 10 points on the board. So really big momentum shift there uh, early on in the game
2: yeah definitely. and I really like that holding them to ten points in that second quarter was instrumental for holding them above six or below sixty four in that um, second game and finishing with a forty one point differential, which is really huge for that second game.
1: Yeah, and we actually had a chance to catch up with Grant Shepard after the second game. Um, so we'll see what he has to say here about uh the Thunderbird's performance this weekend.
0: Congratulations on the, the win tonight. Thank uh, How does it feel to be able to start the season with a couple of pretty comfortable victories? Uh, it feels good. It gives a lot of confidence uh, going into the season. Obviously, like, the next couple games against top ten teams are going to be a bit tougher, but, you know, I think we're going to get a good head of steam into the season. Uh, it's obviously a blow to be without Connor Morgan to start the year. How have you guys been able to continue playing this well uh, without him? Um, I think well, everybody just knows they have to step up. Like he, he was a main scorer, but everybody on this team can score, so you know we just take our turns. Yeah, speaking of scoring, it was you guys had a very well balanced attack tonight. There's a uh, eight Thunderbirds scoring in double digits. So what's the what's been the offensive approach to like, select such a multi pronged attack for you guys? Um, I don't know. I'd say just whoever has an opportunity to score, you just take it. And we have a lot of skilled guys, so. Whenever they have an opportunity, they can take it, and they're, they're effective. So. And uh, finally, uh, you you had a very good performance tonight, leading the team in points and rebounds. Uh, how does it feel to be able to step in and contribute immediately to the team like you've been able to? Um, it feels good. I, I mean, I wanted to do this since I since I signed with UBC. You know, like I didn't think I'd be doing it like this soon. You know, but it, it feels good. Uh, thank you so much. Congratulations yeah, again on the thank victory. You. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, there was Grant Shepard talking about the weekend, and obviously he's had a big impact. Um, 1st year here with UBC, but already showing through statistics his uh, really big presence on court.
2: Yeah, he had two huge games over the weekend, and someone else who had two huge games for the women's basketball team this weekend was uh, Kellen Filowicz, who was top scorer both Saturday and Sunday, or Friday and Saturday, rather, for the women's team, and rebound leader on Saturday as well.
1: And we also were able to talk to Filovich, and we'll see what she had to say uh, about the women's basketball team.
0: Congratulations on the win, congratulations you. on your performance. Thank uh, you. What was your guys' mentality coming to tonight's game?
3: Uh, well, getting the win the first night was pretty big for us, so this night we just want to take no games off. Uh, it's always easy coming in, t- winning the first game the second night, kind of mentality shifts, like, oh, we already won and stuff, but. Um, we are really kind of pushing for comeback. They want to take this game for us. Let's not lose at home. Let's get the two wins of the season so that we can have a strong start.
0: Uh, how do you feel about your new role this season?
3: Um, I'm really looking forward to it. Like this year, last year kind of glue player, just came off the bench, kind of played a role in the team. And this year um, being a bigger part of it is it's really exciting, kind of a mentality shift, but uh, I'm enjoying it so far. Great group of girls, and it's great having them believe in me, the coaches believe in me, so it's really easy to kind of fill that role.
0: Uh, how do you feel the chemistry between you and your teammates, especially uh, Penn, has been this year?
3: Uh, this year has been really good. We kind of, um, last year there's glimpses of it, and so this year is nice to come out and have good chemistry between them we like love having fun together and um it's really it's just it's nice on the court she come she um, she compliments my game I compliment her game and I think that's what we're trying to do five players just complimenting each other and playing to each other's skill sets Uh,
0: as a young team how have you felt about being pushed into a, a leadership role
3: uh, it's really challenging, but at the same time, I, I enjoyed like, taking the challenge and being a leader on the team. I've kinda, I'm not a super vocal leader. I kind of try and lead through uh, uh, on-court presence and stuff. So filling that role this year is pretty big, but um, we're all kind of pushing. Everybody knows that we're young and trying to, uh, that we're all trying to fill this role. So everybody's really supportive and helping me get there.
0: Uh, Lastly, what sort of adjustments have you uh, made during the offseason, like from this season to last year?
3: Uh, Last year, I kind of uh, looked to pass it out more. This year, I really focused on my one-on-one moves from the block, short corner, kind of reaching out, filling my outside game, because they know I'm trying to look for the drives and look for the inside game, so kind of taking it out so that they play me on the shot so I can drive, or if they don't play me on the drive, then... Or if they they play me on the drive,
0: then I have the shot. So complimenting both aspects. Thank you. And, yeah, again, congratulations on the win. Thank
1: you so much. So that was Keelan Filowicz, who we caught up with. Um, And, yeah, she's really taken a big leadership role. We mentioned, although the Thunderbirds did start off to a bit of a rough rough bit there in the season, they have redeemed themselves here with these weekend victories against um, Fraser Valley. And, Eric, don't know if you've seen any really big improvements on stats but
2: uh. oh well they're they're definitely I mean the, the the most important stat in any situation is winning and going from one and four in the preseason to two and oh in the regular season is definitely really important um these are some closer games they're not sort of the blowouts that we were seeing with the men's team um but what's really interesting to me is holding Fraser Valley below 60 which is a really or below 70 rather which is a really good improvement to make um, considering how much they were getting uh, scored on in the preseason, which is definitely a good improvement. Kellen Filovich also Kielan Filovich rather been really great offensively with obviously two 21 point performances good for top scorer on both nights. I also want to talk about Madison Penn, who's been excellent, um, led the game the game on Friday in rebounds, came second in rebounds on Friday, and was also the second top scorer in both games. She's been huge for the team as well.
1: And it's it's been nice to see Feelovich and Penn or Philovich rather, and Penn actually being able to team up team up this year because Filovich played a much lesser role last year for the women's basketball team, whereas Penn, of course, was the star player. But really distributing, I think, a lot of the workload this year, which has um, led to early season success so far.
2: Yeah, definitely having two um, players that you can go to in a pinch is definitely a really consistent way to make sure that you don't get shut down by um, one really good defender.
1: Great. And uh, both men's and women's off to a great start so far for basketball. And looking ahead into week two, they will be playing the Calgary Dinos in away games. Now moving on to women's field hockey. Um, Big news for them. Obviously, very strong team, Eric. Uh, They're going for their seventh straight McCray Cup here. Um, What are we seeing in the likes of the... Field hockey team.
2: Oh well, they're they're just incredible. Obviously, to have a program at UBC where we've been able to you know win six straight uh, national championships, is pretty incredible. And it'll also, if they do win and make it seven in a row, it'll be their 19th overall, which is a a huge number. Um, So yeah, um, they're pretty much uh, unbeatable as far as I'm concerned. They uh, they were undefeated this season in in regular season play. Going 7 0 one with one draw to University of Victoria, um, and they're looking strong to close out the season as well. Um, they finished the regular season by crushing Calgary with a six 0 six nothing victory. Um, the opponents in that national championship game are York, who are appearing in their first national championship for ten years. So um, I, the Thunderbirds are pretty much uh, undisputed favorites. But you never know what can happen. Uh, you know any given Sunday. Um, but um, yeah, so those games are actually happening this weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday evening if necessary. Um, and I'd also like to congratulate Rowan Harris um, from that women's field hockey team, who is one of the province's Thunderbirds of the week. Um, definitely going to be some exciting field hockey this weekend, for sure.
1: Yeah, and I think, I think with that team, just their reputation almost has this uh, presence on the field for them that...
2: Oh, yeah. The, the sort of undefeated juggernaut that like, you know, it's it's not a going up against a team like that. Obviously, when I used to play um, volleyball, actually, there was a, a team that I would the, that our team would often play against the um, the French school in London. Um, and that team was you couldn't beat them. There was nothing you could do. So we were the we were undefeated uh, up until the final and then we just got crushed. So And we were really demoralized, I think, by having to go up against a team that had that sort of reputation, and I think that's a similar scenario to what's about to happen on this weekend.
1: Yeah, it affects you in an almost a mental way there. Um, but yes, T-Bird's looking strong on women's field hockey side, so hoping to see great things out of them uh, this upcoming weekend. Uh, men's soccer, also big news. Uh, heading into playoffs, actually, they went 10-4 and won this regular season uh, with a huge uh, extra-time quarterfinal win over Mount Royal this Last Friday, Mackenzie Cole scored a fifty minute game-tying goal, and Kyle Sohi uh, scored the winning goal in the 10th minute of extra time.
2: Yeah, so Kyle Sohi, also the um, other uh, province Thunderbird of the week, uh, so congratulations to him. But yeah, huge um, extra-time winning goal to um, sort of save the season for the Thunderbirds because now they are in the um, Canada West Final Four. Um the first half was a really sort of cagey like no one really wanted to attack it was sort of a just feeling out the opposition seeing what was going to go down but um ubc made all three substitutions at the half which is a pretty uh gutsy move there and it paid off um because they tied it up um halfway through that second half and then came back to win so congratulations to them obviously making it through to the final four um also looking at the shots here, uh, UBC had 20 or 19 uh, shots, uh, but only four of those were on target. Um, Mount Royal, on the other hand, had nine shots, but also got four on target. So um, the shot efficiency there for UBC, not really great. That could be something that would come back to bite them. But in terms of getting shots and getting into position and making those crucial runs and uh, passes, they're doing really well in that regard.
1: And today, going back, you briefly mentioned um, some all-star selections earlier. We saw uh, Victory Sh- Shumbusho actually named the Canada West Rookie of the Year. So
2: Yeah, absolutely. He's been huge. Uh, he's got seven goals this season, which is pretty great. But the, the interesting stat to me is that he's been involved in 25% of UBC's offense this year. So he has a, either a goal or an assist on one in four UBC Thunderbirds goals, which is a really indicative of how crucial he's been to the team so yeah congratulations on rookie of the year for victory
1: yeah so obviously big uh weekend coming up for a lot of our sports this weekend but hopefully men's uh coming with that strong presence again going 10-4-1 during this last regular season so we'll see what we can what they can get out of this playoffs here
2: yeah definitely um so the situation this weekend is that they are playing Thompson Rivers, who have already qualified, and, you know, that sort of gives you the expectation that they don't have a lot to play for since they've already qualified. Um, and that'll put them in the final of the Canada West Final Four. Uh, in order to advance to the national championship, though, they have to win the UBC or the Canada West Final Four. And the two teams on the other side of the draw, so they'll either face one of those teams, are two of the only teams to hand losses to UBC this season. So it'll be interesting to see how this goes. But, um, Obviously, good luck to the men's soccer team and hope they can pull out a win there, or two wins.
1: And on the side of women's soccer, also off, um, actually, to the Canada West Final Four. Their quarterfinal wasn't quite uh, the close-knit, nail-biting fare on the men's side, but UBC still triumphed against the University of Saskatchewan 3-0. There was a 29th-minute goal from Rachel Jones, and then we saw two more goals in the first seven minutes of the second half, I'm on Sergill and Jessica Williams.
2: Yeah, definitely, and um, obviously UBC have been um, really great uh, defensively this year, and a lot of that is owed to um, goalkeeper Marley Maracle, who has seven clean sheets in just 11 starts this season, which is really incredible as the, as the number one goalkeeper for the Thunderbirds. And another crazy stat about that, six goals all season are all she's allowed over you know, 1,100 minutes of play, which is incredible.
1: Um, And of course, we saw UBC's uh, women's soccer team were the national women's soccer champions back in 2015, and they suffered a crushing 2-1 defeat last year at the hands of Laval. So obviously some uh, maybe revitalized energy from that team coming this year.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, So one of these uh, 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 All-Star selections are actually um, the Canada West Player of the Year, for UBC, who was um, Jasmine Donda. She was a part of that huge 2015 team that um, won the national championship, and she's back here to sort of try and, uh, as, as the leader of this team and as a, a crucial part of this team, to sort of bring them back to that. Um, so the situation on the women's draw is a little bit different. They do not have to win the Final Four, they just have to make it to the final. So their game against Friday, their game on Friday against Trinity Western University will be the decider for that one, um, and they've beaten Trinity Western both times they've played them this season. So um, it's looking good. The looking, looking like UBC women's soccer will be back in the national championships again this year.
1: Yeah, and we saw Donda you mentioned, fourteen goals along with six assists this season, really just uh, toppling everyone else in those categories. So incredible job by her and. Great job by both men's and women's soccer so far in the season. Of course, best of luck to them, as well as they begin their uh, playoff runs here. Moving on to men's volleyball, we saw a 2-1 start during the preseason. They beat the Heat, the UBC Okanagan, um, and Thompson Rivers, but they did lose to Trinity Western. This past Friday, though, however, they played UBC Okanagan again, and they got the win um, on Friday. Um, but uh, and then as well on Saturday, so it wasn't quite the blowouts that we'd seen some of the other UBC sports. A bit of a more close and affair. Um,
2: yeah, definitely. Um, UBC Okanagan was able to get um, above twenty points in all three of their losses losses in the sets on on the first game on Friday, um, and UBC as well also in the one set that they did lose on Friday also got up to twenty three points. Um, I want to talk about. Um, uh, their their kills leader here for this game, uh, Irvin Brar, um, who scored, um, who, who got 15 kills for the team, which is an incredible number. He's, the the, the amount that he can get up above the net and hit that um, attack down is really incredible. He gets so much of his body up over the, the top of the net and he's really able, like he's not the tallest guy, but he's really able to um, get up there and get those big kills. So, um, And he also was the kills leader on, Sunday, or Friday, Saturday as well, with um, with 17 kills, which is, again, impressive.
1: Yeah, and I've had the chance to actually uh, do some live on-air broadcasts with Brar playing in the games, and it's, it is really incredible to see just how much effort he gives into every last serve, every last kill that he goes for. His, his, vert, his vertical jump is, of course, one thing to marvel at, but I think also just the intensity of what he, of the game he plays with, um, it really helps translate to the rest of the team, which brings a certain intensity back to the overall men's volleyball uh, squad
2: definitely some good performances in both games from Barr and from the entire men's volleyball team this weekend
1: um, and uh, next Friday UBC who started 2-0 will uh, begin their home opener versus Calgary who is strong this season so far 4-0 so we'll see what they're able to do as one of the teams will suffer their first loss of the season
2: yeah definitely and Calgary looking strong in a lot of athletics this year so they've got a good program going right now
1: on the side of women's volleyball, um, so far, uh, went 3-3 three and three in preseason. They beat McMaster, McEwen, and Calgary in the Griffin Panda Classic, but um, in the West Coast Classic, they ended up actually losing to Calgary, Alberta, and uh, MRU. But those are both preseason tournaments. Uh, last Friday night, they got their first win, which is great. They won in four sets, and um, it, it was a bit more decisive than, I guess, the men's games that we saw. Uh, stats in the favor of the Thunderbirds. Um, and then on Saturday night, uh, UBC Oak was actually able to best them. Um, so not not the two wins that the men's got, but we did see that one win where they where their on-court uh, play really did outshine the heat.
2: Yeah, definitely. And they were able to put in a much more... Um Defensive performance as well by limiting UBC Okanagan to 18 points in two of those sets. Um, they also have more of their offense going through one person, which is um, Kira Van Rijk, who got 19 kills on Saturday and in the loss or er, on Friday and in the loss on Saturday got 17 still.
1: And it is nice to see that the women's thunderbird team did get a win. Um, last season they did lose some key players such as Danielle Brisbois. But it's been nice to see other players such as Alessandro Gentile and Paco stepping up as well as Van Ryke, as you mentioned, to fill that role of players that um no longer on the court for them.
2: Yeah, definitely. And um, we're going to move into football here. So um, playoff season is just around the corner for football as well. Um, after dropping the season opener to Regina, they won out except uh, their blackout game against Calgary. Um, but on, on uh, this past Saturday, the final game of the season, that very same Regina team, which uh, sort of spoiled the season opener, got destroyed by UBC 44-15. So a great end of the season there, and they'll come in hot facing that same
1: Regina team again in the semifinal of the Hardy Cup. Right, and UBC is 6-2 and two so far, and Regina went 4-4 four and four on the season. Um, I, I think UBC Thunderbird football has to be... Uh, proud of themselves for what they did this season obviously last season coming out with big expectations and really falling short of that uh, so far putting themselves in a good position to maybe reclaim that title that they so desperately are looking to get back
2: yeah definitely after that 2015 national championship run everyone was sort of expecting a similar scenario but it didn't really pan out that way but this year they are looking like one of the teams to beat in the Canada Western Conference and I would not be surprised to see them in that Hardy Cup final uh, and hopefully moving on to the national championship again this year.
1: Right, and uh, they did suffer a loss against Calgary earlier in the season. Um, that loss is actually what put them in second place instead of first, as the, Dino, as the um, Thunderbirds would have gone 7-1, and, and the Dinos would have went 6-2, but of course that's reverse. Um, but as it stands, Calgary will have the home field advantage in a potential Hardy Cup final meeting between should the two meet each other um
2: yeah I think that's probably the most likely scenario although you never know uh, Alberta going into this one with a losing record um the only losing record team to make the Hardy Cup this year I think it will be UBC and Calgary in the final and I don't know how that one's gonna go but it'll be an interesting game regardless
1: yeah so lots of uh, early postseason uh games coming up here for the Thunderbirds so far as well as the beginning to many different sports seasons big transition time in UBC sports um And with that, we will look at a few of the upcoming games um, that Eric will preview.
2: Yeah, so we've got a lot coming up this week, um, for sure. Obviously, as we've mentioned, a lot going on on Friday, specifically women's basketball uh, at Calgary um, on Friday, and women's soccer, that big um, game to see them through to the uh, national championship will be on Friday as well um, at Trinity Western. The start of the national championship for field hockey women's also on Friday at 6 Uh, Women's volleyball at Calgary, or versus Calgary rather, um, here at UBC at 6 p.m. on Friday. Men's basketball, uh, men's volleyball, and men's soccer will also get started uh, around 7 p.m. on Friday as well. And that men's soccer game is also a pretty huge one in terms of playoff implications. Looking forward to Saturday, we've got um, some rowing going on, actually Canadian University Rowing Championships. Um, More women's soccer, should they make it through to the final of the Final Four? Same with the men's team there. Um, We've got a swim meet. We've got rugby, which is always exciting. I'm a big fan of rugby. Uh, That huge uh, playoff game for the football team against Regina at 3 p.m. on Saturday. Um, Women's basketball, women's field hockey, women's volleyball, men's basketball, men's volleyball on
1: Saturday as well. Um, Great. Thank you so much, Eric, for... Looking, giving us a little look into the future games that we have coming up here. And thank all you for tuning in to Thunderbird Eye this week. This has been Jacob and Eric. We hope you guys have a great evening and have a great day.